welcome to the Field Log Podcast, weekly reflections for the Warrior King to help you master yourself, fulfill your purpose, and conquer the day. I'm your host, Marcian Sicario. Field Log, Day 23, Faith. To round out our theme of talking about transcendentals, right? Ineffable categories. We talked about humility two days ago. We talked about violence yesterday. And now we're going to talk about faith. Now, there's absolutely no way that I could ever cover, or that I even have the ability to do this, to cover everything you ought to know about faith, right? I'm not an authority on this, just like the other two topics we talked about. But I have some thoughts to get your mind going a little bit, to start thinking about faith. If you're listening to this, I'm going to assume that you are a Christian, right? Unless you just stumbled on the Field Log podcast, you're likely the kind of man who believes the warrior king ethos. And you'll understand that the first commitment is to God and his church. Now, if that's you, then you have some ideas on what faith is, right? Why we should have it. How it serves us, how it allows us to serve others. So let's explore those ideas for a bit, shall we? The Lord has all kinds of things to say about faith. Right, faith is like a mustard seed. It starts out small, tiny even, but then blossoms into something huge. Or that we ought to have faith the way little children have faith. These kinds of things. And you can read your New Testament to see more of that. Even the Old Testament, of course. But faith is this sort of central quality of what makes a man, a Christian man, an Orthodox man. Faith in God, belief in God, understanding that God has a plan, that He will not abandon you, and that any circumstance, any struggle in your life is something God has allowed, having seen that if responded to properly, this will be for your edification, right? And when addressing the Pharisees, what does He call them? Ye of little faith. It's an accusation. That to have little faith is something very undesirable, is something that even in the tone of voice you can imagine, right, reading the words, but still thrown at the Pharisees, that this is somehow a condemnation even to have little faith. A man is only as great as his faith. A man can only be as great as the degree to which he allows God to work through him. Men with little or no faith have little or no ability. You're impotent if you have no faith. But your abilities cannot express themselves without faith. If you're in a situation that is difficult or dire or you're struggling in some way or another, a man with faith will find the strength to continue and a man without faith will not. When you, God forbid, lose a loved one, a man with great faith can rest easy knowing that through prayers for that person and interceding to God, praying fervently, that this person isn't just gone forever but might be in the kingdom, might be in God's presence. A man of great faith understands that whatever he lacks for the completion of his God-given purpose, the Lord will provide. 
So faith is your only superpower. St. Paul says we walk by faith, not by sight. Right? It's a very evocative metaphor. This understanding that the way we choose our path, the way we make decisions is by leaning on our faith. So without faith, you can do nothing as a man. Without faith, you can't actually utilize that which God gave you for its proper purpose. If you don't have faith in God, what are you doing? Where do you go? How do you make decisions? How do you decide what's right? This is one of the things that absolutely baffles me. So when you try to explain to an atheist that if you don't have objective morality, if you don't have an explanation of how objective morality can exist, how do you decide what to do? What's right? How do you justify? Oh, I'm going to be nice to people because it's the right thing to do. Well, says who? Says you? And who made you an authority? So without having faith, you can't actually rest assured that acting on a certain set of principles is the thing you ought to do. There's a big gap between is and ought. So you can see that faith is virtually required for the daily functioning of a man. And beyond that, faith will allow you to persevere, to fight through struggles, to endure trials, and to come out stronger because you know that the creator of the universe is on your side. When things get difficult, God is on your side. When you don't see a way forward, God is on your side. He wants what's best for you, which isn't always the thing that we want for ourselves, of course. But assuming that you have aligned your mind with God's and that you have prayed and that you are acquiring the phronema, given all those things, you'll know good and well that God will give you what you need for the completion of your purpose. So you have to have faith in the Lord. You have to have faith in His calling of you, right? Whatever your calling is. When you start out on some sort of great venture, right? Something that seems so big that it seems impossible to achieve. How do you get started? How do you get over the fear of failure without faith? Believing that God will make it work if it's meant to work. And if it doesn't work, that it was for the best. Right, take this podcast, for example. Breaking the fourth wall here a bit. How can I commit to something like 300 episodes a year? How can I start putting out all of this content, giving opinions on things like this episode even, for example, where people who are way more educated than I am might have a lot of things to say about what I just said. People with way more authority on these topics might say you were wrong here, here, and here. Well, I have faith that somehow God will guide me and allow this to be edifying for the men who listen to it. And that he will prevent me from doing some sort of great harm, right? I pray before I record every episode. Lord, please let this episode be for the glory of your kingdom. Let it edify the men who listen to it. Let it be of use. Praying that and having faith that God is listening, I know good and well that if I don't have what it takes, you'll make it crash and burn. And if I do have what it takes, you'll make it flourish and succeed. So it's only by my faith that I can allow myself to take on a venture that seems astronomical. And it's only by your faith that you'll be able to do the same thing. If you see yourself as some sort of limited, incapable man or boy or guy, right? Probably more accurate. How do you ever get up to do anything? 
How can you be in the gym if you think that I don't have what it takes? How can you attempt to succeed in business if you don't think you have what it takes? How can you put yourself out there and start dating and talking to women, enduring rejections when they come, failed relationships when they occur, if you don't have faith that God will somehow make things work out, that if you're meant to have a wife, he will make you the man you're supposed to be, if you allow him, and he'll send her to you. And if you're meant to be living the single life, to be celibate, to have faith that it's the right thing for your salvation, for your soul, right? This happens sometimes. A lot of people have this deathly fear of being alone forever. You should never fear that because you're never alone forever. God is always with you. And as long as you have Him, you have everything you need. So faith allows you to get beyond your fears. Right? There's a a field log we'll have in the future on the fear of God. One of the things about the fear of God is when you acquire the fear of God, you lose the fear of everything else. To fear God alone. To have faith in God alone. Knowing that He will deliver you from evil that he will only allow trials to come your way that are for your soul, for your salvation, for the glory of his kingdom. That if you sacrifice yourself, it's for a worthwhile cause. These are the perspectives of a man of faith. To take another example of this, to try to make it a bit more evocative, imagine for a second that you're a man and you're married, and you might already be married, in which case, that's good. Imagine your wife. And imagine that some sort of great tragedy befalls your family. Maybe her father passes away unexpectedly. Maybe you go bankrupt. Maybe you get fired from your job and you can't provide anymore. A weak man, a man with no faith, is going to panic. A man like that is going to lose his mind. How are we going to pay the rent? How are we going to buy food? What are we going to do? Or if her father passes away, oh no, this is terrible. He's gone forever. There's nothing I can do to console her. She's going to suffer tremendously for a while, maybe years even. How will our marriage get through this? Like, How will we get through this as a, as a couple? As a wedded couple? A man like that, when subjected to the inevitable pains of life, will crumble, fold like a piece of paper. Because in what could he trust? The atheist who loses his job, the atheist who has a relative pass away, thinks the world's just random, right? The universe is just random. It's just chaos. Something bad happened to me. There's no meaning. There's nothing I can do. This is not good for me. It's just bad, 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 bad. Woe is me. Life is unfair. There is no God. And your wife will see this. When she's afraid, when she's hurting, she will look at you and she'll emulate your fear. This is a real psychological phenomenon. We have these neurons in our brain called mirror neurons that allow for a phenomenon called emotional contagion. You ever notice, you have that kind of friend, that one friend who... Is always in a good mood. I have a friend like this, a very dear friend of mine, who's always in a good mood, who's always ready to crack jokes and and laugh with people and, and make new friends and such a joy to be around. It's contagious because our mirror neurons see that behavior. 
see that smile and they copy it, they're like, oh, there must be a reason to feel happy right now. So when the weight of life crushes a man with no faith and he falls into despair, right? The opposite of hope, despair. Experiences doubts and disbelief, the opposite of faith, doubt. When he experiences these things and it reflects on his face and his wife sees that, her suffering will be magnified. Congratulations, you have now become a liability. The nightmare of any real man to be a liability to the people you love. You are not an asset. Your wife feels worse because of you. That should scare you. So imagine that. But then imagine the opposite. Your wife's father passes away. Or you go bankrupt. Or you lose your job. But you are a man who by the grace of God has great faith. You trust in God completely. Because up to this point, every single time, things looked hopeless. Somehow it worked out. Somehow you found a way out. Your track record of getting through tough days is 100%. And you give that glory to God. A man like that is such an asset in times of crisis. When everything is exploding around him, everything is collapsing. To stand there calmly knowing that my faith is my armor and nothing can truly harm me. My soul is indestructible. My faith is indestructible. And your wife will look at you and say, how are you so calm? And you can say to her, God will provide. The Lord is merciful. He's come through for me every time. And for you, we're still standing, we're still breathing. And even if we're not, death isn't the end. You have that attitude and she will be at ease. She'll see that and her mirror neurons will reflect that. She'll think, I don't know how he does it, but he's got it under control. He's not panicking. And then you become her rock to lean on, her strength. And of course, your strength is just a reflection of God's strength, which is where you're getting your strength from. So you have to have faith. There is no alternative to faith. If you don't have faith in God, situations will crush you. If you do have faith in God, you become indestructible. If you don't have faith in God, nothing you do can ever truly be good. Because how could you know? If you do have faith in God, then you follow His commandments, you do His will, you love Him with all your heart, you love your neighbor as yourself. And then everything you do, when you do the right thing, is the right thing. And you can know for a fact it's the right thing. Because you have faith. So same as always, same as the last two days, where we talked about humility and violence. Here with faith, again, practically, it is so much better. Spiritually, it is an absolute requirement. In both modalities, in both realities, Faith is necessary, not optional, necessary. When you find yourself ready to despair, ready to doubt, you flee to God, you run to God, and God will be your strength. And a man like that 
is indestructible. A man like that is a proper asset. A man like that is a real leader to fear God, to have faith in God. This makes you a man. St. Paisio said that manliness is completely surrendering to Christ. Completely doing the will of God. This is manliness. That's what we're talking about here. Right? Everything else, the, the weight training and the wealth building and the developing of your craft and your mind and building relationships and having confidence, all of these things just flow from your faith in God. How can you build your body to be a tool for your purpose if you don't know what your purpose is? Your purpose is God's purpose. How can you build wealth and steward your belongings and use them intelligently if you don't know what it means to use them intelligently, how to use them, how to employ these tools? If you don't have faith, you won't know what God wants you to do with these things. If you don't have faith, you won't tithe. If you don't have faith, you won't help people in need. Why would you? Because it's the right thing to do. How do you know without faith? what the right thing to do is. You don't. So faith isn't optional. Faith is the starting point of everything that we do. Right? Two days ago, I said that humility was the beginning of the spiritual life, and it is. But how do you know to even begin the spiritual life? Faith. That's how you know. It is by faith, a full conviction in the kingship of Christ, that you even get started Otherwise, if you're listening to this, and if you're doing the Warrior King weight training protocol, and if you follow the 2023 goal-setting guide and you do all these things, and it's not for the completion of your God-given purpose, you're just selfish. Don't be selfish. Tools are used for the completion of a task. And if you're not serving God, you're serving someone else. Probably yourself. Don't serve yourself. Serve God. Have faith in God and watch your life transform. Right? There's a story that my priest likes to tell. When he was just becoming a Christian, he was an adult man, adult convert, and he was at a church. And the offering plate was being passed around. And he had $4 in his pocket. And that's all he had. And he thought, $4 isn't even enough for a meal. I may as well give it to this church. So he gave in faith, knowing that God would provide. Sure enough, he gets a tap on his shoulder virtually immediately. He turns around and there's an envelope with his name on it. And the person just says, I was told to hand this up to you. No one knows where it came from. He opens it up and there's $40 in it for lunch. So he had faith in God and God rewarded that faith by providing for him. If you reject God, if you have no faith, God will honor that, right? God is the perfect party in a relationship. He's the perfect everything. But in a relationship, when you say, I don't want this relationship, he will say, okay, it is your choice. It saddens me, but okay. So if you don't have a relationship with God, why would he provide for you? That, that would be having a relationship. It would be him forcing a relationship on you. And that is not how our Lord works. So it is only through faith 
that the Lord will equip you with what you need to complete your purpose. And your purpose is not self-glorification. It's not being the most attractive guy or the richest guy or the strongest guy or the most intelligent person in the room. None of that is your purpose. You might have those qualities. And those qualities are just tools for your actual purpose, which is your salvation and the salvation of the people around you, as big of a reach as you can have. And you don't get that without faith. So today, ask yourself, in what areas of my life have I not been faithful? In what areas do I take it upon myself and not believe, implicitly or explicitly, that God is working in this situation for my salvation? And examine those situations and ask yourself, really, why am I not having faith in God in this situation? When has He ever let me down? And you'll find He hasn't. Even the great tragedies of your life, you will understand God is used for His purposes. Right? God uses sinners and broken people and broken circumstances to somehow work good in His infinite wisdom. So find those situations. Recommit yourself to your faith. And I'll be doing the same thing today, I promise you, to further recommit myself to having faith. It is only through that faith that we truly become men. That's it for this week's Field Log. If you like what you heard today, you can follow this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on right now. You can also rate the show. That always helps out a lot. You can find me on Instagram, threads, and TikTok at marcian.cx for Field Log snippets, art, philosophy, and training-related content. You can also visit the website at marcian.cx for much more of the same. I'm still working on consolidating the Warrior King content into the marcian.cx project. So check back at the website soon for the new and improved Warrior King training protocol, which is going to include supersets and my updated supplement recommendations. There's also a 2024 goal-setting guide on the way, and of course the Warrior King newsletter. If any of that sounds appealing to you, the links to everything are in the show notes below. It's all free, and as always, conquer the day.